Hello, everyone, and welcome to Workout Wednesday, my weekly podcast of everything health, wellness, fitness, and lifestyle. I am your host, Jeanette Ortega, creator of Butoga Lifestyle, which is fitness of mind, body, and spirit. Please feel free to check out butoga.com, B-O-O-T-O-G-A.com, which is my online membership site. It is a wellness academy which covers fitness of mindset, fitness for the physical body, and fitness for the soul as well. So welcome so much to my podcast today. I am excited. I've taken a few weeks off, had a lot of fun summer visitors coming to visit me here in Arizona now since I moved from California. That has been fantastic. So a lot of friends came, family. It's been a good summer so far. And I hope you have been having a great one. I can't believe it's already going to be August. (laughs) Time is flying by this year for sure. So I hope you are all doing very well. And this week, my podcast, we are going to talk about meditation. Yes. So I just completed my online meditation course. It was a four-week course that I did live with people in my course. We met every week and they had homework. We covered foundations. We covered different styles of meditation. We covered intention with meditation. We covered so much in the course. And every week we met for an hour, hour and a half. And we went over all of the information and I led them through different styles and types of meditation. So there are meditations on the course as well. And so from that, I have gotten great feedback and the course is now available online and it's only $47 and you have lifetime access to this course. All the good information to all the meditation. So I would really, really encourage you to go on to butoga.com and check that out. So if you are getting into a meditation practice or you are even just wanting to develop it more, it is perfect. So please feel free to go there. Also reach out to me if you have any questions. But I also just led a masterclass on meditation. So I was very honored to lead a meditation masterclass with a an amazing group. My dear friend and mentor, Kyle Wilson, has an amazing mastermind. And I was able to talk to them about meditation. And so what I spoke with them about, I'm going to cover here in today's podcast. So we're going to be going over today seven different styles or types of meditation. And it could be types or styles. I'm going to interchange those words. I'll be using them Um, back and forth. It could be styles for you. It could be type, whatever kind. So I wanted to really get into that because I believe when we think of meditation, we have a certain perspective of it or how it should look. And I think a lot of times we think meditation is sitting on the floor with our legs crossed and, you know, just doing an, oh, chanting, whatever. And that's so, if that is what you do, fantastic. But it there are so many other ways to meditate. There's so many ways that are, that you're meditating now and you probably don't even realize it. 
And also with the word meditation, I really want you to be open to that word because basically it means mindfulness. Meditation is bringing in a mindfulness practice and mindfulness is being present. It's being in the here and the now, being at this present moment. So as you're listening to this podcast, I hope you are really truly locking in and listening, being present to this, just as right now I'm like focused solely on giving this information to you. So that really is what meditation is. And meditation can mean many things to different people. It can look like prayer. It can look like singing. It can look like dancing. There's so many ways and forms, styles, types, and it's all about what works for you. There is no right or wrong way to meditate. And that is one of the biggest um, keys that I think many people took away from my course is they kept trying meditation and if they couldn't turn their brain off, they thought they were failing at it. And so they didn't wanna try it anymore. They thought it was too challenging or too difficult or they didn't have enough time to try to do it. And that is so not what it's about at all. We're not trying to force our thoughts off because Honestly, that'll never happen. Our thoughts will always be there. So basically meditation is just learning to turn down the volume of the thoughts. We're always gonna have life. So it's how do we still bring in mindfulness even when life is chaotic? How do we still bring in meditation and mindfulness when stuff is going on in our lives? We're still able to do it. And it's not turning off life. It's not turning off our thoughts. It's just learning to turn down the volume and learning how to bring ourselves right back into alignment of being right here, right now, being present and doing what we can do at this moment, because that is truly all we have is moment by moment. So today I'm going to go over seven different styles or types of meditation, and I'm sure you've heard of some of them. Maybe many will be new for you. I would just encourage you take some notes and try a, a couple different types of these and see which one really speaks to you. The right meditation is whatever you can include into your lifestyle. So it isn't the type of meditation I do or the type of meditation that your friend may do. It's whatever speaks to you. And having a daily meditation practice is something that's truly changed my life. It's truly transformed me to really come into a peaceful state, how to bring myself into finding resolution versus reaction to something. It has caused me um, to really see things a lot clearly. So it brings a lot of clarity for me, a lot of peace. It helps my physical body. So meditation has been shown and researched to show all the beautiful benefits of peace um, for the emotional body, for the physical body, to reduce stress, to reduce anxiety, to tone down any illnesses, to allow the body to be at peace. And for our body to truly be at peace, that's when our body is able to heal. That's when our body is able to recover. And it's so important to learn what type of meditation practice works for you so that you can start a daily routine, a lifestyle, just like fitness, right? So we wanna work out, we wanna lose weight, we wanna have muscle tone. 
And it starts with developing a daily practice. We have to continually work at it. We have to continually work on the muscles and get them strong and keep them going. And our bodies crave movement. It loves it. It's the same thing with meditation. You work at it daily and it may change and look different daily, just like your workouts may change and look different daily. So you're going to be open to what works for you daily. And as I go through this, you're going to see how you can change the meditation styles up. You don't have to stick with just one. You can try out a few and there's some days where I'm some weeks where each day is a different style of meditation for me, depending on what's going on in my life, how I'm feeling, how much time I have, all of that plays a factor. And so you're able to mix and match basically. So let's go ahead and get started. And once again, please keep an open mind, hear things newly. Remember, there's no right or wrong way. These are just different ways that you can start a meditation practice or increase your meditation practice or even take it to the next level. So the first type of meditation that I'm gonna talk about is guided versus unguided. So clearly those words basically describe it, but guided meditations are a great way for beginners that are just getting started into a med meditation practice to start with because you completely relax, you allow the guide, whoever is guiding you through this meditation to just take you on a journey to give you maybe some breath exercises to focus on so that you relax and also maybe some visualizations they may take you through or sending love to your body, all of these beautiful things. So a guided meditation is where you can just relax and just follow the guide. And they are quite beautiful and they're very accessible. So there's tons of guided meditations on YouTube that you could find. Um, Wayne Dyer has a lot, Deepak Chopra. Um, there's so many, Gabby Bernstein. I also have quite a few of guided meditations on my Wellness Academy website, so butoga.com. That carries a ton of different meditations and they're on different topics. One could be on love, one could be on health, one can be on letting go, one can be on um, abundance. So I have different types of meditations and they're notated what the guided meditation is specifically about. So you can have guided meditations that change and are for different purposes. So they're, they're great, they are fantastic. I, I still do guided meditations. I lead guided meditations. I listen to guided meditations. There's many days I just wanna turn off my brain, right? And like I said, we don't turn it, turn it off, but we could turn it down, but this just allows me to relax and just follow the meditation. So that's guided. And then unguided. Unguided basically means you are choosing the type of meditation that you want to do. And you get to choose what you want to focus it on. It could be a different focus each time. So you are choosing how you want to do your meditation. And I'm going to share with you all different ways to do an unguided meditation as well. So that's guided versus unguided meditation. Unguided, you're in control, you're doing it however you want to do it. Guided, you're following the guide and allowing your body and your mind just to relax. So that's number one, guided versus unguided. 
I would, I would really highly recommend that you try both and see which one really works for you. The second type of meditation is called focus object meditation. This is great. This focus object meditation really helps with concentration and focus. So basically for your meditation, you're going to focus on one thing only. And that could be your breath, that could be your heartbeat, or it could even be an image. So in the beginning, if you just solely want to focus on your breath, you're just going to pay attention to how the inhale, the air feels going in through the nose and the exhale, how it feels coming out through the mouth. And you can even do where you feel, where maybe you press one nostril closed, feel the inhale going in one nostril, release, close the other one, and really pay attention to the air coming out of the opposite nostril. So that's a way to focus too. Or you can do a, what I call is box, box breath. And a lot of people do box breath where you inhale for a count of four, hold your breath for four, exhale for a count of four, hold your breath at the bottom for four. So you continually do this box breath and you focus solely just on your breath. So you can do breath. You can also focus just on your heartbeat. So a lot of times placing your hands right on your heart. So you are present to your heartbeat. So you feel it right underneath your hands. You feel your heart beating and you can just focus solely on the beating of your own heart for however long you want to meditate. So I tell people with focus object meditation, you usually wanna place a timer on it. And if you're new to meditation, start with one minute. You're going to see how quickly a minute goes by and you'll be like, hey, I could do this. Let me try two minutes. I could do two minutes. Let me go for three. You're going to work your way up to however long you want your meditation to be. So when I hear that people don't have time for meditation, we absolutely do. We have a minute of our day. We have five minutes of our day where we can dedicate just to focusing on one thing, just to slow down, focus on our breath. Focusing on our breath is the first thing that's going to bring us back to mindfulness because it's boom, we're focused on our breath and we're focused right into our body. We're right here. We're right now. And that is fantastic. It's a great place to begin is breath. You can also focus on an image. So what I love, I am currently writing my next book, very excited about it. And this will be my story about my adoption. And so a lot of times before I start to go into writing on my laptop or my notes or doing the research, I will do a focus object meditation and I will solely just focus on the cover of my book. And I will just feel how wonderful it feels to be completed, how many people it's going to help and inspire and that this book is going to be a New York best time seller, that I'm gonna be on tours talking about it, helping people, helping people find healing through a lot of this and so on and so forth. So as I am focusing, I'm focusing just on the image and all these beautiful feelings that I want this image to embody for me. So it could even be an image of the beach it could be an image of your family happy and laughing and playing. It could be an image of you 
reaching that certain goal, whatever it is that you want to achieve. So just an image and you focus just on that and the beauty of those feelings that you have for that image. It could also just be an image of the beach. It could be maybe just a picture that you're staring at that's hanging on your wall. You're just learning to focus just on that. So this is focus object meditation. Once again, you can place a timer and however long or short you wanna do your meditation, you put your timer on for it. It's gonna go off at the end and you're like, oh, I did this. And it really does help to increase concentration and focus. So try that one out, it's fantastic. The next one, the third type of meditation is mantra meditation. You can also call it affirmation meditation or even intention meditation. And I say be open to these, these words because you can, you know, interchange these words anytime. So a mantra is just something that you're constantly saying and it could, it's basically an affirmation. So if you have a certain affirmation that you're working on, it could be, I am open to all opportunities that the world has for me. Um, and all you do is say that affirmation over and over and over again. So you're just saying that and you can either speak it aloud or you can just say it in your head or you can even just whisper it. And the same thing, just like focus object, you're gonna place a timer on this as well. But for this meditation, it's only on either the, your affirmation, your mantra, or your intention. And an intention too can be, um, I wanna to surrender to the chaos, or I wanna find joy in everything that I do. Whatever your intention is, you can focus on that as well. Or maybe you have a focus word for the year. You can also do that here, just that focus word, just for that time. So it's an affirmation, mantra, intention, one word, a phrase, whatever it is that you are working on to make yourself feel good and getting that positive energy into the body, into the brain, then you focus on that and also do it as a timed meditation as well. You can, I mean, you can always do these untimed, but if you are truly starting a practice, I'd say start with a minute, work up another minute, work up another minute, and then you'll see yourself going and going, going longer. Some days I can do a five minute meditation because that's maybe all I have time for. Other days I can do 20 minutes to up to an hour because I'm just in the zone. And when you get into that zone, it's a beautiful place to be because there's so much clarity, there's so much peace. Your whole body and mind completely feel different. But that is number three. That is mantra, affirmation, or intention meditation. So you just repeat the word or the phrase over and over and over. Number four is a walking meditation. So some people just cannot sit still. They have a very difficult time being still or even trying to be still and that's okay. Guess what? You can walk as you met, you can meditate as you walk, walk as you meditate. You can go outside and I share this that I do a walking and nature meditation pretty much every morning. So I get my dog 
and her and I go out on our walk. I don't take my phone and I'm just present to all the surroundings. So I'm allowing all my five senses to be alert and aware. So I'm listening to the sounds that I hear. I'm looking up into the sky, seeing the beauty of the birds and the colors of the tree and the sky, the smells as I'm walking by passing flowers or the new grass. So it's a nature meditation and it's a walking meditation. You can also focus just on your feet, walking and walking one step after the other, just focus on that. So there's a walking meditation. You can be out in nature. It's so beautiful to do that as well. And I do that so many times. It's so nice. It's a great way to start my day. And there can also be singing and dancing or even playing an instrument. All these are forms of meditation. So my husband plays guitar. And when he's into it, he's just in a whole other world. And it's a beautiful thing to just watch him play because he finds so much joy and peace. And that truly is meditation. When you're mindful, you're exactly right here, right now. You're doing what you love. It's a meditation for you. So if you play an instrument, that may be your meditation. If you love to sing, that may be your meditation. If you love to dance, dancing is a huge form of meditation. You are moving the body, you're letting the body flow however it wants to flow. Exercise, working out is a form of meditation. So number four is, is you could see it's an active meditation. It's walking, it's being out in nature, singing, dancing, playing an instrument. All of those things are forms of meditation because they bring you into mindfulness. So I'm sure you have done one of these or maybe all of these and you didn't even realize this is meditation writers writing is also a form of meditation journaling is a form of meditation so even when you think you're not guess what you are and it's beautiful because you're in the zone so allow yourself to enjoy that and know that hey i'm meditating gardening is a form of meditation. You're so present and you're so grounding, grounded. Your hands are in the earth. You are helping, you know, these beautiful flowers or whatever you're growing grow. I mean, that is a, an amazing form of meditation. So that is number four. And that is a huge one that many people bypass, not even realizing that it is a form of meditation. Number five, one of my favorites, this is called a loving kindness meditation. And this is four parts to it. And so this one, you probably do want to find some stillness or you want to find some place where you can have some quiet time and you can be alone because this is very heart-based. It's a very heart-based meditation. So you want to allow yourself to be still, to have some quiet and go right into your heart space. And the first thing you're gonna do, there's four parts. You're gonna send love and kindness to yourself. So I like to visualize myself sending love and kindness and it starts from the top of my head all the way down to the bottom of my feet. And I want to feel my entire being filled with love, filled with kindness, filled with gratitude, filled with healing, 
whatever it is that speaks to you, you send that to your body. Let every cell fill it. When we can send love and kindness to ourselves, that's when we're able to receive it and also send it. So first and foremost, you're sending love and kindness to yourself. Second part of this meditation, you're sending love and kindness to your loved ones, family members, friends. Those are those people who are so near and dear to your heart. And you're in your heart and you're sending out this love and kindness to them. And I love to visualize them receiving it like this beautiful light around them and they're receiving the love and kindness that I'm sending them. It's so, it's such a rewarding feeling to send that type of energy and purpose out to people. So that is the second one, send it out to your loved ones, family, friends. The third one is to send out love and kindness to those who you may feel neutral about. So that could be the Starbucks person that helped fill your order that could be the person that you talked to at the grocery store, the one that checked you out, the one that helped you, bagged your groceries. It could be the person that you smiled at on the street. It could be someone you saw at the gym. It could be anyone you feel neutral about. So if we send, imagine a world where we send out love and kindness to strangers. We interacted and so we, we don't have, you know, we're pretty neutral about them. Imagine if we'd send out love and kindness to so many people per day, how beautiful that would be. And so send that out from your heart and you can even visualize them receiving it. And how amazing that is that, you know, we're just sending that out to people. So maybe it can be random or maybe there is a certain person that you know, hey, I don't know them very well, but I'm gonna send them this love and kindness. So that's the third part. The fourth part, you're going to send love and kindness to those that you may not get along with. And this can be challenging for some people. This may bring up some emotions. Um, this also helps a lot of healing and breakthrough for ourselves. It helps forgiveness. So you're going to take really make sure you're heart-based here with the purest of intentions. And you're going to send that person or persons love and kindness and you're letting that go and releasing it and what i've experienced from clients um, is that that could be very challenging so it may bring up some emotions be with that and your mind may wander off a little bit just be with that as well remember there's no right or wrong way to do this our emotions are our emotions so sometimes things come up it could even be more difficult sending love and kindness to yourself than it is to somebody that, that you may not be getting along with. So you're going to discover what part maybe is easy for you and what, what part maybe be challenging out of these four parts. And you can also take this piece by piece. So if you want to just do part one and two, which is, you know, the first two, just do the first two. If you want to add on the third one, your next session, do it that way. If you then you're ready for that fourth part, go ahead and do it that way. But it usually is a four part flow, but do it however it feels good for you. So once again, you send love and kindness to yourself. Then you send love and kindness to your loved ones, family, friends. You send love and kindness to those you may feel neutral about. And then love and kindness to those who you may not get along with. That is a beautiful meditation. 
Then we're going to number six. And this is mindfulness awareness. And this covers quite a few different things here. So it could be doing a meditation to music. So I'm sure many of you have heard of a sound bath. Um, if you did any types of meditations with me, we did restorative yoga and meditation plus a sound bath. Those are very powerful. And those are with the beautiful glass bowls. There's also Tibetan bowls and bells. There's so much. When our bodies just hear this music and remember it's vibration as well. Everything has energy in this world. Everything has a certain vibration. And so when you're listening, when you're relaxing and listening to this type of music and this vibration, it helps to soothe the body, bring the body peace and calmness. And so that is another type of meditation, a sound bath meditation. There's also, you can listen to different megahertz. So people listen to different um, frequencies of sounds and music. So binaur binaural beats, I hope I'm saying that correctly, but there's different frequencies for these. So if you've heard of 432 megahertz, that helps with sleep, that helps to increase mental clarity, it helps your intuition, it helps to reduce anxiety, helps to reduce your blood pressure. So there's certain frequencies that help for certain things. There's also 528 megahertz, which is the love frequency. So it's a vibration that helps you to connect to your heart, to nature, to your divine authentic self. And you can look these up on YouTube and there are so many places. There's a lot of yoga places as well that may do sound baths um, at their studios. Please contact me. I have some amazing, amazing, powerful sound bath healers out there in the LA area. If you want to go and do some sound bath meditations, I can definitely refer you to those. And I do have some sound bath meditations on butoga.com as well. So if you want to just relax in your own home, go online and you can play the sound bath meditation and do it on just right in your own home. So those are like very mindfulness awareness type of meditations where it's more music, vibration, frequency, and they are fantastic. Sound baths are one of my favorites. And a lot of times people ask me, well, what if I fall asleep during meditation? Not to worry, you still get the benefits of meditation. That just means your body really needed to rest, your mind really needed to rest. Um, so know that you're still receiving the benefits. Eventually you do wanna start to try to keep yourself awake. You're gonna go into a very deep state eventually, but in the beginning, falling asleep is very normal. So it's not wrong. You're still receiving the benefits of it. So that was number six. Our last form, type, or style of meditation. There's two of these that I'm talking about. There is Qigong and yoga. These are highly based active meditations. So basically Qigong is moving energy around the body. Qi means energy. 
And both of these, Qigong and yoga, are all about inhale and exhale focus. So it's all about movement and flow of the body, of the breath. So you're moving with every inhale and you're releasing with every exhale. You're moving with every inhale and exhale with Qigong and yoga. And so you become very present to your breath to movement. And with Qigong, it is gorgeous. If you see people just, you know, they're slowly moving the energy through their through the body. They have their hands moving in different directions. It's a beautiful practice. I've tried it a few times and I would love to get more into it. There's tons of studios that offer it, but I would highly recommend one of these two because they take you out of whatever you're thinking about and you're solely focused on your breath to movement. And I tell this story, I've told this story many times and if you've heard it before, I'm sorry, <laughs> but here it goes for those of my listeners that haven't heard about heard it. I was gifted an amazing trip to Bali um, by one of my awesome clients. And we were there and, and we did some yoga in Bali. You have to do some yoga in Bali. Bali sided, because I love it. And so where I went is this gorgeous tree. And this, it, I mean, that tree trunk was massive. So what they did, what they created was a staircase around the tree trunk. And at the very top is the yoga studio. And so there's no windows. All you see is the beauty of nature out there. So green and gorgeous. I mean, the view itself is just incredible. So here I am in this amazing space, taking a yoga class, a 90 minute yoga class, hour and a half. And I'm moving, the instructor's fantastic. Just, you're just going with the inhale and, and exhale, listening to her guiding you to the next move. And while I'm doing it, I get to see this amazing view. It wasn't until the end of that class when I came out of Shavasana, which is the last pose, which is the resting pose, where I was absolutely blissed out. But what I was amazed at was that was the first time I didn't think about anything else other than just where I was. Just every moment, breath to movement, the beauty that surrounded me, and then right back to the mind-body connection, the breath to movement connection. It was a feeling I had never felt before because it's hard, like I said, we try to turn off our thoughts and we cannot, they'll always be there, but we can turn the volume down. And then when you find those moments where you were so mindful, where you just focused right here and right now for that entire time, it is the most refreshing feeling I believe I have felt. And so yoga changed my life there. And as soon as I came back from Bali, I got certified in yoga, started teaching it. Um, at that time I still owned my gym. And so I transformed my gym for fitness of mind, body and spirit and everything changed for me. It was a huge transformation because I saw what I was missing in my life. I was missing that mindfulness piece. I was missing what my soul needed was just to be present, just to be connected to my breath and my body and the movement and nature. And so I cannot stress to you enough how beautiful these two movements are. They're solely based on 
uh, a mindfulness practice, which is a great meditation. So when you are in yoga class, you're definitely doing a meditation because you have to focus. And if you don't focus, you know, you may fall out of the pose, right? Qigong, Qigong is just, they are intense and it's a beautiful thing to watch and to see them moving the energy. So remember our bodies crave movement, energy gets stuck. That's why we get tight hips, we get a tight lower back, we get tight hamstrings, we get tight shoulders, our neck, our traps, like everything tightens up. We hold energy, like stress comes in, tightens up the muscles and we get so used to it, we don't even realize our body shouldn't be feeling that way. So when we start to relax, when we start to release, when we start to move, our bodies are like, thank you. We needed to move this energy around. I needed to get this out. It was stuck. So we get stuck emotionally as well in the body. So if we go through trauma, our bodies hold trauma, the emotions of the trauma, the hurt of the trauma. So guess what? Movement helps to release, push it along and get it out. So I would highly recommend trying one of these two if you haven't yet. And there's plenty of yoga videos, workout videos on butoga.com as well. All there for you, 24 seven, you do them when you can, when it works into your schedule. So that was the seventh form, style or type of meditation. So those were the seven, I'm just gonna talk, um, I'm just gonna name them one more time for you. The first one was guided meditation versus unguided meditation. The second one was focus object meditation. The third was mantra, affirmation, or intention meditation. The fourth one was walking, being in nature, singing, dancing, playing an instrument. So that's more of our active meditation. Number five was the loving kindness meditation, sending it to yourself, to your loved ones, to those you feel neutral about, and to those you may not get along with. Number six was sound bath and megahertz meditation. So that is a mindfulness awareness type of meditation, musical awareness, energy, frequency, vibration. And number seven, Qigong and yoga meditation. So I hope these resonated with you. I hope that you know a few of them piqued your interest and you want to try them please feel free to reach out to me with any questions at all. I have become the meditation go-to and I love it. So please, um, I'm so honored every time someone asks me to speak about meditation um, for a corporate meeting or a mastermind. I've led corporate clients through meditations and don't we all need it, right? From the art. The year that we had for 2020 and now 2021 getting back into the world and everything it's even so much more um, important to have a meditation practice we need it in our lives to help us and it helps tremendously it transforms uh, our lives it transform mine so i'm very honored every time i get to lead or speak about it and so please reach out at any time i'm here to share my knowledge, to help you, to inspire you, to continue with the meditation practice. 
and please check out my four week online meditation course. You have lifetime access to it now, butoga.com, only $47. You get everything that came with that course. It's fantastic. It'll get you started or it'll just help you increase your practice. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this really helped. And once again, like I said, if you have any questions, feel free. Um, remember, no right or wrong way. You can mix these up. Every day is different. Some days maybe five minutes, some days maybe 30 minutes. You can change them up however you feel you need to. Just go with the flow, do what works for you and do what works, what speaks to your heart and soul, because that is what you'll, you'll want to keep, what you'll maintain and what you'll continue as a lifestyle. So thank you so much for listening in. And I hope you have a fantastic workout Wednesday and a wonderful week. Bye-bye.